All right. Welcome back. Hello, Allison. Hello. Are you ready to start season one, episode two, the one with the sonogram at the I'm end? I'm very ready. Okay. But first things first, something that we did not do in our last ep- podcast episode, we did not tell people where they could reach us and ask us questions and whatnot. So let's do that now. Just a little important. Let's yeah. do that now before Allison forgets again. So Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> right. So Allison. we are on Instagram. And our Instagram handle is D and C podcasts, or you can email us if you want to. Our email is D and casts at gmail.com. It'll also be like in our little bio. So you don't have to memorize it. And we will be on TikTok coming soon. So just coming soon. Coming soon. Yes. So um, if you, I think it would be easier to just find us on Instagram first, because then everything yeah. else will be linked below. It also has, because we are also available, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Um, there's a couple more that we're on. I can't remember we're the top of the head, them. but you should be able to find us anywhere. We're on Amazon, <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing, but we're, we're there. Pretty big out there. Pretty big. We're making it pretty big. But uh, we wanted to let you know where y'all could reach us uh, or ask us questions or yeah. whatnot. We love questions, and then we Please can ask them on, on our next episodes. Yeah. Yes. Add us on Instagram. You can even DM us there. We we want to know your questions. No matter what, we'll we'll figure out a way to answer them. So, yeah. with that out of the way, we are going to jump in, as I said earlier, to season one, episode two, the one with the sonogram at the end. This aired on September 29th, nineteen ninety four. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> director James Burroughs and writers Marta Kaufman and David Crane. Now, as I was looking to read the synopsis, <laughs> I realized I did not write a synopsis for this episode <laughs> because this episode had so many show notes that I got distracted on writing the synopsis because I was working on the show notes. So I'm going to make one up. Okay. 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 <laughs> Ross finds out some news from his ex-wife, Carol. Who's a lesbian. Who's a lesbian. Uh, and we are introduced to Carol's partner, Susan. Um, Monica is also hosting dinner for her parents, who we find out are not the most supportive of her. And Rachel has to Her father Barry. is very supportive of her, okay? Uh, no, I have show notes. We'll figure that out. And Rachel has to give the ring back to Barry, and we find out more information about that. That was a terrible synopsis. But <laughs> that we're going to get bad, but it's okay. It was we'll pretty bad, it. but you know what? I made it up on the fly. So <laughs> proud of you. Yes, we are DNC Podcasts. We are Friends Rewatch Podcast, hosted by two friends of 15 years. I am one of your hosts, Josh, and with me as always is Allison. We have been best friends since 2008 and fans of the show for even longer which if you listen to the first episode of the podcast that is a lie (laughs) but all right (laughs) i know let's go ahead and get started so we open up into the uh open up to the crew at the coffee house talking about the first kiss uh the girls said that kissing is as important as any part of quote unquote it 
And Joey laughing says, yeah, right, and then proceeds to ask if they are serious. Rachel states that everything you need to know is in that first kiss. Um, do you think you know everything you need to know in your first kiss? You get to learn a lot. Like, if the first kiss is pretty great, you could suspect everything else might go smoothly. If it's a bad first kiss, it just throws off the whole vibe. But have you ever had a bad first kiss and then, but your relationship was fine? No. Mm. Uh, no. Have you ever had a bad first kiss? Yeah. Interesting. Because I was my partner's first kiss. It was good. But, I mean, I was his first kiss. So, it, I don't know. I don't want to say it was bad. Like, well, when he came out. So, he's like a girl. But, I mean, like, it's a little different when, you know. But, um, I don't know. I don't base it off the first kiss. I just feel like some people can be really nervous in their first kiss. And it could be bad. I don't know. the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, no. I mean, we've we've kissed. We were drunk, though. (laughs) My mom is listening. Yes. Hi, Karen. But we, I mean, they wanted us all to get married. Like, let's be real. I'm sure she wouldn't be upset about that. (laughs) She still does. (laughs) She still does. So it's okay. So does my family. Um, So Chandler responds, says that kissing is like the opening act. It's the stand-up comedian that you have to sit through before Pink Floyd comes out. Ross saying hesitantly, it's not that we don't like the comedian, but that's not why we bought the ticket. And then Tyler says, the problem is, though, that after the concert is over, no matter how great the show was, you girls are always looking for the comedian again. We're in the car. We're fighting traffic. Basically, just trying to stay awake. <laughs> that is the most accurate sentence It really ever. is. I just want a nap. I want to go to sleep. We've I'm so the tired. Show, and now it's yeah. time. The show was good. I mean, you probably had back row seats, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel says, "Yeah, well, word of advice: bring back the comedian. Otherwise, the next time you're going to find yourself sitting at home listening to that album alone." Rachel then high fives Monica, <laughs> and then Joey, of course, Joey leans over to Ross and says, "Are we still talking about sex?" He's always just a little behind. So but honestly, though, like once Rachel brought up like you'll listen to that record alone. I got confused. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it took me a minute. I know what it means now. Okay, I was like, you want me to break it down for you? But I feel like me and Joey, when we were kids, have like the same mindset. So we were just like, what? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like, like when I watched this when I was younger, I was like, I didn't understand. And I was like, are they really at a comedian? Like a comedy show? They're like, what and show then- is this that opens for Pink Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched it when I got older and I was like, ah. Oh light bulb ah, ah, I, I understand <laughs> <laughs> um, it then cuts to the opening scene um, you know the famous scene in front of the fountain but we have flashbacks from episode one but we also have scenes from episode that hasn't aired yet which I didn't really pay attention to but I was like that hasn't been shown and that also is not in this episode Ooh. Ooh. A little foreshadowing. <laughs> yes. Maybe a peak the, of the season. <laughs> the scene then pans on the Museum of Prehistoric History. Ross is talking to his co-worker. I would love to go there, by the way. I know you would <laughs> never go there with me. 
No. Well, but I'll I attend. To go there. <laughs> Allison does not like watching the History Channel. I love And that is all you Channel. like watching. It's not all I like watching. I watch the Discovery Channel, too. Same thing. These are good shows. Anyway. <laughs> Ross is talking about a to a coworker about a setup of cave people saying that she looks, quote, unquote, angry. The coworker says, well, she, she has issues. And Ross, looking confused, she responds with, he's out banging other women with a club while she's at home trying to get the mastodon smell out of the carpet. I think she's dealing with other at-home issues. Yes, I think she has deeper yeah. issues. <laughs> she needs to talk to someone. Yeah. Ross responds, these are cave people. They have issues like, gee, that glacier is getting kind of close. <laughs> Uh, the coworker then points to Ross's ex-wife Carol, who is watching them uh, through the window. Carol is played by Anita Barone, and this is the only episode that Barone stars in. But a little fun fact for you, Allison: she also <laughs> had a guest starring role in Seinfeld. Oh. They told me the character, but I don't watch the show, so I don't know. So you didn't know who it was? <laughs> nope, I didn't even bother writing it down because oh. I was like. If Allison doesn't know just by looking at her and being like, oh, that's the original Carol, it's not going to matter. No, I have no idea. Especially yeah. if she's a guest star. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we then learn that Carol is later replaced by Jane Sibbett. And according to online, which is not always true, but <laughs> this could be true. To the Google. <laughs> uh, according to an article, Barone originally applied for a main character of the show, but was offered the reoccurring role of Car- Carol. She then left because she wanted a full-time role. I I mean, being friends fans and watching the whole season, we see Carol a lot. Which I'm so, glad because I really like the Carol that's in every other episode. Yes, this is the only episode that Brown ever plays in. And I mean, I'm glad they did this really early in yeah. episode two because it would have been really annoying if they like did it a whole season and then then decided to replace her. So it's not good to replace characters, but I'm glad they did it at this time. Yeah. Um, Carol then walks into the exhibit and tries to make small talk with Ross. How'd you get in the exhibit? <laughs> Can you just walk I'm not in? Allowed. No? I'm not allowed to walk in. I've wanted to be in the exhibit. Can How you... did she get in the exhibit? You just Isn't it just a regular like museum? Yeah, you don't just walk in there, like into you the behind into the museum. glass. But not behind the glass. She was invited by her ex-husband. I don't think... Mm, no. Anyways. <laughs> or by the, the angry co-worker. That too. Ross <laughs> then asks her, so what's new still... Uh, and then Carol intervenes and says, a lesbian? <laughs> Ross asks why Carol is there. And Carol reveals that she is what, Allison? She's pregnant! Pregnant! So now we figure out the title because we told you guys the title last week. Carol, Ross's ex-wife, is the one who is actually pregnant. Ross, hearing the news, imitates the caveman standing next to him. (laughs) And just freezes. Just freezes. Uh, Back at Monica's apartment, they're watching Three's Company, which a little fun fact. Three's Company aired from March 15th, 1977 to September 18th, 1984. I definitely didn't realize the show was that. I didn't realize it was that old either. Because I've definitely I seen to, it before. Yeah. I've seen it on like really late night 
Yeah. I tried Nick to do like a little like bio about it. Yes, Nick and Knight. When we got cable. Um, <laughs> I tried to do a little bio about it, but there's a lot going on in that show that the bio didn't really make sense. So I didn't think about writing a bio <laughs> for it. But if any of you are three companies fans, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please let us know what it's about in a lump, like little message. We'll in a, in a one sentence. One sentence message. <laughs> um, we see that Monica is intensely cleaning the apartment around them and getting mad at everyone for making a mess. One of my favorite lines is when she finds Chandler's rolled up piece of the paper <laughs> and she picks it up. And she's like, whose piece of paper is it? He's like, it's mine. And now I wish I was dead. <laughs> Um, we find out why she's cleaning the apartment because her parents are going to be visiting uh, Monica is then fluffing the pillow Chandler makes a joke yes we all know how cruel the parents can be about about the flatness of a child's pillow my mom loves fluffy pillows okay I don't get it who cares like it's I don't have oh I have couch pillows but they're my dog's pillows I don't really care um, Phoebe then says to Monica that she's scaring her and acting twirly. <laughs> you didn't give me Joey, the definition of twirly? No, I, I feel like, I don't know. How do you, like, crazy? <laughs> she's crazy? It's fair. What is your, okay, what is your definition of twirly? I don't know. I was waiting for your definition. Well, just then you, I don't have one. So what's your definition? Well, <laughs> I didn't have one. I didn't prepare. I would just think like, whoa, like <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy. So I like what? <laughs> whoa. <laughs> uh, Joey then brings up that you don't see Ross acting all twirly, and Monica reveals that in their eyes, Ross can do no wrong. A quote unquote, he is the prince. Apparently, they had some big ceremony before I was born. <laughs> um, Chandler brings up the ugly naked guy, which is his first. Um, appearance in friends Ooh. uh saying that he got a thigh master <laughs> they, they all look in disgust and i think a thigh master for you audio listeners obviously we don't have video but it's like those things that go in the between the legs and like like a butterfly is that what that is huh i definitely thought of the ones where you're no that's probably like the ones where you're just walking i don't where your feet that's, are like this i don't know how to describe it like without showing master? you oh maybe but not i think the thigh master is the one that goes in between the legs between and looks like thighs. a butterfly. Yeah, huh, that's a visual. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, Rachel then comes out of the room asking if they've seen her engagement ring. Phoebe responds, yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> Rachel then begins searching for it, ruining the couch that Monica fixed uh, to look for her ring. I'm bluffing. Yeah, we learned that Bear, uh, Rachel is going to see Barry to give him back the ring. And For one the of my first favorite, time? Yeah, since uh, she walked out on the wedding. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorite quotes, she has to return the ring without the ring, which makes it <laughs> so much harder. <laughs> uh, Rachel, backtracking, realizes that she lost the, the ring in the lasagna Monica made for her parents. Um, Monica saying that she can't do it and it's also very disappointing. I would be, honestly, if my parents were critical and my friend left her ring in the so lasagna, I would also still eat it. <laughs> <laughs> were you serve it to your parents after you and your friend just rummage through it? I mean, okay, get a fork, poke around. Yeah, okay, so the queen. way they did go about it was very Animalistic. dramatic. 
but like it's get also joey and around just once you hear the clink fish it out serve your lasagna no part no harm no foul it's based on not like super quick so i would i don't know i'm not a chef i can barely cook toast <laughs> <laughs> at least you know um Chandler, Joey, and Phoebe tear apart the lasagna looking for the ring. Like, literally hands in, ripping that thing, that <laughs> yeah. sucker apart. Just then, Ross knocks on the door and says, hi. And Monica says, ooh, that is not a happy hi. Ross then reveals that Carol is pregnant. And at the same time, Phoebe finds the ring. Uh, so... Uh, when they find out, Ross and Monica are both like mumbling, like, "What? A, how is it? How are you?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, do that for a couple more hours, and you'll be just where I am right about now." <laughs> uh, Rachel asks how Ross is going to fit in, uh, and Ross tells them that Carol and Susan, I put, <laughs> I put in parentheses, a lesbian lover because that's her name. Just in case you forget. Involved, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as much as he wants to and he doesn't have to be involved if he doesn't want doesn't want to um phoebe responds with she is so great i miss her <laughs> just i miss her <laughs> yeah. we then hear someone eating in the background to look back and see joey is eating the ruined lasagna <laughs> and he didn't he, watch what a waste <laughs> that's true he does look up and say what this is still ruined right <laughs> Just, I would also, I don't know, I couldn't eat it if everyone was digging their fingers into it. Like, that would be kind of gross. And make sure everyone washed their hands first. You'll be fine. But do they wash their hands first? It's probably really good lasagna from Monica, so. That's true. It's fine. My favorite part, we are then introduced to the parents, Judy and Jack. Judy is played by Christina Pickles, and Jack is played by Elliot Gould. Um, Judy is in a lot of movies. Um, I couldn't figure out to find a movie that was like in like everybody knows, but like Elliot Gould who played Jack. Um, I only recognize him like really well because he was in um, uh, what's that movie with Sandra Bullock where they do the heist? Uh, Ocean's Eight. Yeah, Ocean's Eight. Um, he was one of the. Is characters Sandra Bullock in Ocean's Eight? I thought she was in the newer ones. Ocean's 8, that's a newer one. Is it? Because it's 11, 12, 13, and then it goes to 8, because uh, it's 8 women. Um, he plays one of the characters uh, in there, and that's how I... I do like that movie. I do like that movie, too. But I was also very excited, flash forward to the Friends reunion. They were both there, and it like, warmed my heart. It was so sweet to see. Hmm. So when we're done with all of this, we will do a little thing of the Friends reunion, but it was so sweet. I love them so much. Um... We then learn that the mom is a critic to Monica and is very supportive of Ross. <laughs> it's her first child, first born, first love. Yes, we. Uh, Judy is telling her that a friend is, wants to join a restaurant uh, company. She said, uh, da, 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 da. she tells him that Monica has a restaurant and Monica corrects her saying, she, I don't have a restaurant. I work at a restaurant. <laughs> and Judy responds with, well, they don't have to know that. <laughs> and proceeds to fluff the pillow that Monica was already fluffing. <laughs> uh, Monica then calls Ross to come over and help with the spaghetti. And Judy comments, oh, we're having spaghetti? That's 
easy. <laughs> Monica then asking Ross if he's going to bring up the baby lesbian thing to help take some of the heat <laughs> off her. Which, I mean, yes, I would bring that up too. She does say, though, it's going to sound incredibly selfish on my part. So I do oh, I yeah. respect that she brought that up. But I mean, yeah. The but mom also is bring tired. it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, at dinner, the parents were talking about Rachel and Barry's situation, and we learned that Rachel's parents paid $40,000 for the wedding. I did do a breakdown of this. I saw. Uh, that's in 1994, okay? So forty grand in 1994. In 2023, the average wedding costs about, do you know how much? Don't look at the paper. Uh, oh, I already read it. $23,000. <laughs> oh, you're right on. You're right on the money. $23,000. I <laughs> So Rachel's wedding adjusted for inflation for 2023 cost $83,000. That's insane. I don't even want to spend $23,000. I just want like a, like a rec center. <laughs> <laughs> just a rec center. This for is like the a, most important day of your life. Yeah. Well, I mean. The most special a, day. Or a tent in someone's like backyard. No. Like, I don't know. No. I don't really care. When you get married in I don't really care. No. <laughs> Um, Judy then says that loud. Well, at least she had the chance to leave a man at the altar. Well, this, this savageness. <laughs> I put in the notes, bitch. <laughs> it's just, it's just so casual. Um, Jack jumping in, who is Monica and Ross's dad, if you guys forgot, also tells us that Monica was chubby and was alone in her room as a kid doing puzzles. But then She's Jack says that. No, I don't think it's important because this quote right here. There are some people that need to shoot for the stars, like Ross with his awards. <laughs> he wasn't trying Monica. to be offensive. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he then says that he reads about the women trying to have it all, and he's thankful his little harmonica doesn't seem to have that problem. Did you mention because he also says how all those women like end up getting cancer, and that's why his little harmonica is going to be okay. <laughs> No, you can't just throw cancer in there and make it all better. No. <laughs> okay, this is where our listeners, all at this moment, 37 of you, <laughs> we need to know, do you think that it's... <laughs> I think both of the parents don't, like, are definitely favor Ross. And I think the dad's comment was kind of like a bitchy comment. Do you agree with me or Allison, who doesn't think it was and he thinks that she's more supportive? Please let us know. Between the two I'm of right. them... Jack is more supportive, and his, their mom is just a bitch. That's not what you said. Yeah, you said that is. Jack is just supportive, not more supportive. Because yes, he's more supportive than the mom, but he's still not supportive so of Monica. Maybe he doesn't realize that his comments are not the Earth. nicest. It's a man thing. I don't know. You sh- why are you defending him? <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to. Okay. <laughs> Someone needs to agree with me. I think I'm right on this. But anyway. <laughs> My Monica mom will then, agree with me. That's all I'm saying. Karen, you got to agree with me. <laughs> um, Monica then asks Ross what's going on with him while smashing his hand with her <laughs> elbow. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously hoping that he's going to reveal what's going on. Uh, Ross then reveals what's happening with Carol and him to his parents. Carol's a lesbian and she's uh, pregnant. And Susan or Carol are going to raise the baby. (laughs) Judy looks at Monica and says, and you knew about this? Because Ross can do no wrong. Apparently. 
Um, then back at Central Perk, Monica and Ross are reminiscing about the dinner to everyone. Monica then says, I know we can't choose our parents, but if we could, she then takes a look at Ross, I want yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross then leaves for the bathroom. Phoebe reveals that she's a twin and they don't speak because she's some high-powered, driven career type. <laughs> Chandler asks what she does, and Phoebe says she's a waitress. <laughs> waitresses are very career-driven. You were a waitress. I was. And were I was very career-driven. Driven. Were you high-powered? <laughs> I was. It encouraged me to become career-driven, to leave waitressing. Oh, to leave? Okay, because my cousin is a waitress. She's like a professional waitress. I don't know what she does, but she Isn't loves she a bartender? it. Yeah, but then she so she's a waitress too. She does like she has like two jobs. But like, I was like, oh, like what do you like? What do you want to do? It's like with the waitress. She's like, oh, I want to be a bartender, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, nothing against that. My friend's a bartender, and he's like very well off. But I'm just like, did you make great money? Yeah, she's like, I can make my rent in one night. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm just wow. like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, Especially in California because you make hourly plus all your tips. Yeah, so she's fine, which makes me think, what am I doing in the tech world if I can be a waiter? When you can go straight down to one of your fancy restaurants and just Yeah, like the local Denny's. <laughs> exactly. The local Denny's by you has the robot, so. It does have the robot. I wouldn't go there. They're very scary, though. <laughs> uh, Rachel then kicks everyone out to clean because they are closed. Monica then reveals that Chandler is an only child, and Chandler says he did have an imaginary friend whose parents actually preferred. <laughs> uh, Ross coming out of the bathroom to a dark coffee house, and everyone gone is asking, how long was I in there? <laughs> Ross offers to help Rachel. Uh, Rachel says, sure, hands Ross a broom, and proceeds to sit down. <laughs> love that she's like yeah just okay that is you i feel like you would do that i would i'm like yeah take the broom and then like i'm gonna sit down put my feet up been a long day (laughs) uh ross asks rachel if she's nervous about seeing barry the next day ross providing advice saying that barry is going to be a broken shell of a man and try not to look terrific he knows how hard that can be that's so sweet (laughs) he just loves her i know Rachel feels bad because she learns that Ross is going to the OBGYN with Carol tomorrow. Um, Rachel says, like, when do the lives get all complicated? Ross puts his hand on the couch, and Rachel proceeds to lay her head on his hand. Foreshadowing um, of their and future. We don't know about the future, Allison. Just saying. It Just possibly saying. is foreshadowing um, the future. Ross is happy. At the OBGYN office, Ross comes in and we see Carol on the table and we are introduced to Susan Bunch, played by Jessica Hecht. Hecht? Hecht. H-E-C-H-T. I'm so sorry if you ever listen to this and I butchered your name. Jessica is listening. (laughs) Jessica, please forgive me, but also come on the show. Um, (laughs) She played in one of my favorite movies of all time, Dan in Real Life. She was one of his sisters. The most depressing movie, but yes. You don't like it, but I love it. I downloaded it the so soundtrack. It is so depressing. <laughs> I had it on my iPod. It was great. I love that movie. It had a happy ending. You got to get the two hours of depressing moments to the happy and, ending. Yeah, well, I, I mean, 
got to get to sad before you get to happy Allison. It's not, it's not a perfect world. Come on. Uh, Ross and Susan shake hands, and Ross comments that she has a good shake. <laughs> he also mentions if the doctor is familiar with their situation, meaning the lesbians. Um, Ross picks up a tool and does a duck noise, which we all know what that tool is. We're all familiar with it. And Carol reveals that that's to open up her cervix. You yeah. just play with it. <laughs> there are reasons why the tool, I do not the tool, not the cervix. <laughs> yes, yes, he's not playing with the cervix. He's playing with the tool to open the cervix. Just to clarify, just for some clarity. Just Science. in case you've never seen the episode before, you know, just yeah. want to make sure. Which I hope you guys have, because we're also like spoiling it. But if you also just want to listen to us talk about the episode, that's totally fine too. Um. Panning to Rachel entering Barry's office while he's working on a kid's mouth. Um, that kid was in a lot of 90s TV shows, but he was in so many, and I never heard of any of them. But um, he actually had a little bit of a career, so good for him. Look at him. Um, and Rachel... Jennifer Aniston. It's all huh? the career you need. Oh, yeah. 1990s Jennifer Aniston? Oh, my God. Game over. Um... <laughs> Rachel says that she's okay and notice that Barry looks great. She then begins to fix herself up while telling the kid, his name is Robbie, um, that she's the one who dumped him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back to Ross, they discuss how it's going to work with them, starting with the name. Cyril, Cyril, Carol suggests Marlon for a boy and Minnie for a girl. Awful, awful names. Awful, old (laughs) bad. If you're already named Marlon or Minnie, you know, rock your name, but I would never name it. <laughs> rock I'm your sorry. name. You probably rock it very well. Yeah. <laughs> Ross says, as in mouse. <laughs> Ross suggests, really, like with a very like passionate voice. What about Julia? <laughs> I thought that was so weird. And he thought about random... that name for so long, and he's like, it's oh. such a random name. Like, and how he does it with his hands. He's like, what about Julia? Like, but maybe that, so like, weird. they talked about that in their previous relationship as a name that they would want to name their kid yeah. prior to this. <laughs> Susan jumps in saying that we agreed on Minnie. Ross claps back justifiably that they agreed to spend their whole life together. Things change. Roll with the punches. Yes. I hate yes. Susan in this episode. I just don't like her. Susan comes in very strong she for does. being a, a new and character to also ruining someone's marriage. If she you think, like, because they haven't been together that long. What? Yeah, they haven't been months? together that long. And she comes then, in hot. She does come in very hot. And I think, I don't know, I think that she came in a little too fast. And, like, this is their baby. And they're trying to figure it out. Like, I if I was... One, I would never be in that situation. But if I was in that situation, I would never, never, never be like, never say never. I would never offer a name <laughs> for that. I'd be like, you name you name your kid, whatever you want to name your kid. Yeah. Do you, boo-boo. I would never tell them this... a name. I have, an, I have an idea for a name. Yeah, you haven't been in this for years. It's not your relationship. It's Exactly. We should I do grow to like therapist. Susan, but... In I the do first like Susan episode, in the second episode, I'm like, whoa, calm down. Yeah, the first time you meet her, I'm like, girl, pump mm-hmm. your brakes. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? Pump your brakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back. <laughs> Good luck. 
<laughs> Thank you. Coming back to Rachel putting on lipstick and notice that Barry is tan. And we learn that Barry went to Aruba with Mindy. And Allison, who is Mindy? Mindy is the maid of honor and Rachel's best friend. Awful. What a bitch. Awful. Like What a bitch. <laughs> exactly. So oh my God. backstabbing. Yeah, instead and then of like because we learned that Barry reveals that they are they were a thing. They are a thing, and Rachel notices changes with him, like hair plugs and contacts. So he's saying Barry said that he did it all for her, meaning Mindy. What an awful person! Like, instead of checking in on your best friend, who's obviously going through a, a giant life change, you're like, ah, I'm gonna date her fian- her ex-fiance instead. Yeah, like, oh, it's like me, like, dating your fiance who you left at the altar. One, your fiance do was that. a major do life change. <laughs> but i mean it's like we're best friends i get the visual you get the visual i wanted to put a visual in your head so i appreciate it so it's what i wanted good i'm glad (laughs) rachel then gives the uh gives barry back the ring i would have sold that she has no money she works at a coffee house especially especially after she found out is that that formal like do you if you get if you split up or something, do you have to give back the ring? Because in it's... Reba, she sold it on eBay. Because she's a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never... Th- different. Yeah. But and she had I kids. Mean... And... But Rachel works at a coffee house. She didn't. And also, Reba's husband cheated on her while they were married, no? Yes, and got someone pregnant. But Barry... Yeah, so different circumstances. Mindy, her maid of honor... So, well, when he she went originally take back the ring, she didn't know this. But then after I found that out, I would have left with that ring. And be like, no. Oh, I would have sold that ring. He was he's an orthodontist. That ring was probably worth at least a few thousand. It's probably the ring that, you know, happens later in life. You know, I, I can't share too much. Because what, like, what do you do with the ring? Do you sell it back? Like, do you sell it back to the dealer? Or, like, do you give it, it to it someone? Later on. That's so tacky. That's also Proposes- bad luck. Propose to someone else with it. He puts in some holy water. We fine. I can Get see that. Or some alcohol. Like rubbing alcohol. I don't know for bacteria. <laughs> yes. Uh, in, the, in the OBGYN office, Susan said, "What's wrong with Helen?" Ross responds with Helen Geller. <laughs> so bad. Which reminds me of the three hundred three song. I do. I like that song. Yeah. I like that song too. Your mom did not like that song. It was my grandmother, actually. Was it your grandma? Yeah. She got super offended. Oh, your mom didn't like Disco Stick by Lady Gaga. Yeah. That's the one she didn't like. But yes, your grandma. Oh, your grandma. She's like, that song is extremely offensive. (laughs) We saw them at Van Warped Tour 303. Way in the back because we couldn't get up close. And it was also. It was very huh? hot. We got their autograph. Very, very, very hot. No, we got Cobra Starship's autograph. No. I have it. It's in my book you made me. Oh, I definitely thought it was 303. Yeah, no, it's Cobra Starship and Cash Cash. Not the oh, Cash I Cash was, that everyone I was of, but the other Cash Cash. I was thinking of Cash Cash. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, not the techno or it's like a DJ band now or something, but not that one. It was a different cash cash. Go back to like 2011. <laughs> Party in your bedroom all night long. Party in 
it's great. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I completely sidetracked. We then <laughs> learned that they aren't going to give the baby Ross's last name. They talked about Helen Willick Bunch leaving Ross out, which I thought was awful. I think that Especially is terrible. Ross this, wanted yeah. to be a part of the baby's life. He is the father. You give the baby his last name, not not Susan's last name, which is Bunch, by the way. But like <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah. That was terrible. And I felt so bad for Ross. Because like, I'm like, you're putting again this woman who's been in your guys' life for like two months, maybe three, and giving her the last name to your child. It's so bad. Oh, it makes me so sad. I hate her now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still want you to come on the show, but I still hate you. <laughs> it's just the first episode, the second episode. I really hate you when I first meet you. It's yes, not your just fault. Just we'll it, learn to love you. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll come back. Yes, we do love you. Actually, later. <laughs> um, Ross questions why she is in the title. Justified. Say and Susan I. says because it's my baby too. It's not. And Ross <laughs> says that's funny. I don't recall you making any sperm. <laughs> Susan responds with, because we all know what a challenge that is. (laughs) They all three get in an argument about the last name and who's involved with Ross, almost walking out of the OBGYN office, which breaks my heart. He's all like, I can't be a part of this little family. Oh, it sucks so bad. Yeah. That part was really sad. Tucker gets humiliated at prom. (laughs) Was it prom? No, a party. Totally the same thing. It was I think it was a bash. End of the year bash. Okay, now I can't remember the movie. You don't like that movie, that's why. (laughs) You don't like the ending. Because I never make it to the part where he gets humiliated. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Ross only... Sorry, I got now he's going. (laughs) Ross only stays in the room after he hears the baby's heartbeat. Which, is she that early? Do you hear a heartbeat? When do you hear a heartbeat? Do you know that? We didn't pass biology. I, th- <laughs> I think you hear a heartbeat at the first day? <laughs> no. Okay, hold on. Can you Google Can you- that while we continue to read on? Yeah, keep, keep going. Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. Cut back to Monica's apartment and Ross has a sonogram on the TV. Show it. Show it. Joey comments, what am I supposed to be seeing? <laughs> Five Chandler and a half says, to six weeks. Just saying. Oh. So. That early? Mm-hmm. Interesting. If you go heartbeat, maybe first be detected. Interesting. Um, Chandler says, I don't know, but it looks like it's about to attack the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe then says, if you tilt your head and relax your eyes, it kind of looks like an old potato. <laughs> <laughs> to the visual for you. Yeah, Ross saying, well, then don't do that. <laughs> uh, Monica begins to well up. Do you know what that means? cry what i guess get emotional oh is that like yeah a, is that like a 90s slang because i've never heard that no it's where her eyes start to get watery like you're welling up yeah oh, like your wa- eyes oh like a water well sure uh, is that right no that's not right no it's yeah <laughs> it's where she sense. starts to get emotional and her eyes start like getting watery so it's before she cries at that like crime time Hmm. Interesting. Um, Rachel is on the phone talking to Mindy, her maid of honor. That Rachel bitch. says that uh, she knows she knows what's happened. It's fine. 
But then Rachel said that she hopes that you are very happy. And if it works out and they get married and end up having kids, she just hopes to have his whole, his old hairline and her old nose. <laughs> and, hangs and then up. hangs up. Such a great, like, mm-hmm. I mean. Whatever makes you feel better. Whatever makes you feel better. She's like, I know that was like a low blow, but she feels so much better. I would have said worse. You would have. So, 100%. Yeah. But, I mean, go Rachel, be the bigger person. If that's, like, the worst someone said to me, that then I would be like, okay. <laughs> Unless you are had a really bad nose and, like, that's super offensive. And you're like, oh. Yeah, I that's know. true. What it just depends how you feel about your nose. Maybe if someone said, I wish I had, if the baby had your old hair in high school, then I'd be like, ah. Why did you <laughs> let me grow my hair out? It was so bad. <laughs> Because you were trying to be cool. I was trying to fit in. And uh, <laughs> with the bright Kaufman and Crane banner. How did you like this episode? It was okay. I feel like there was obviously a lot happening. You met a lot of new people. The scenes were Susan really just... Grind your gears? Yeah, I didn't That's like another them. one I'm bringing back. <laughs> Which one? What is it? Grind your gears. <laughs> Yes, it really grinds my gears. Um, I don't remember the other one, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was, you just said it. I know, but I forgot. Um, yes, I, I, I love this episode. And I think the opening scene was probably one of my favorites. I thought it was so funny. Oh, I do agree. Um, the opening scene was fun. We had so much character development. We had so many new characters introduced that helped fit into the story. We actually get to see Carol in this episode uh, because we didn't get to see her in episode one. Um, and we meet Susan, who you love. And She's my favorite character so far, by the way. I just think it was it was so good. I think it's so good. Um, yeah. It was, it was For my emotions, episode. it wasn't. And I'm a very emotional person when it comes to television. So my emotions could hang. Oh, I mean, yeah, I get emotional too. But Do I just... You? Yes, the when the last episode of the OC, I cried. Did you not cry? Probably. The earthquake scene remember. when the house got destroyed. Oh, I was yeah. a I wreck. That was a wreck. <laughs> it was so sad. It was. But, it was a really good episode. It was. I'll give him that. Yeah, but yeah, it was a good episode. I honestly think that this should have been like a, you know how like now they do like two episodes for like the first like airing this should have been like the first two episodes that were aired back to back and i think it would have like i mean friends was a hit tv show let's be real but i think it would have got me more involved if they did one and two back to back because then that would have really drew me in as a two-year-old i would have been like (laughs) yes mom by the time you watched it you watched it bottle. back to back. <laughs> Give me that bottle. I'm ready. Because you're ready like, I know what all this. of this means. <laughs> yes. Because like... my comment did not make sense when I realized this came in 94 and I already could see the episodes back to back. I get what you're saying, though, that if you were watching it in live time back then, at your yeah. age now, for the first time. For the first No, I can't say that. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I love this episode. I just yeah, and then you see more of Phoebe, who is like kooky, 
and more of her kooky things, and I love it. Also, you get to see more of the true side of Monica, who is anal, <laughs> cleaning, like, Twirly. love that. Twirly. <laughs> you still don't even know what that means. No, but it describes her now, apparently. So, I'm bringing it whoa, back. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, let's do this again so we don't um, forget like we did last time. Um, Allison, where can they find us? So, in case you missed it when we first started, you can find us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is D and C Podcasts. Or if you want to email us because you're not on social media, which is cool, you do you. Um, our email is D and Casts at gmail.com. And we'll be on TikTok. We're sorry about the name. We're sorry about the name. <laughs> D and C Podcast was already taken. It was already taken. <laughs> Only oh, for email, though. Just... That's so. true. Only for email. Um, if you're out there and you took it, can we have it back? Okay. Because <laughs> that confusing. would make a little bit more sense. But yes. Um, it'll all be in our little bio on our all of our channels. So yes, I will add it to the bottom of our podcast, so you will see it when it publishes. Um, and this, as a reminder, publishes every Monday. Ooh, at what time? At six a.m. for you morning commuters. Pacific Standard Time. Pacific Standard Time. Allison, if you guys did not know, is in North Carolina. She moved there and abandoned me um, a few years ago. So well, it'll be 9 a.m. East Coast time, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. All so I'm saying is someone move first. All I I'm moved saying. up the street. You moved eight hours Yeah, in a well, car. You're, across the, you're across the country now, so <laughs> it's a little bit harder. But yes, Mondays, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, and we are available on pretty much almost every streaming platform now. So you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Amazon, <laughs> which I think is so funny. Wherever you, um, wherever you watch your or listen, not watch. Listen, listen. Uh, listen to us. You know, find us on Instagram. Send us a DM. Ask us some questions. Also, our email will be linked there. So if you have any trouble hearing it. Um, and trying to like, find it, you will definitely find it there. You also see a picture of Allison just posted uh, <laughs> introducing our your hosts um, and our all of our glamour. So you can definitely <laughs> see us there. But yeah, we had a bunch of fun. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. And please join us next week while we break down season one, episode three, the one with the thumb. Interesting. Uh, and Allison will be host. Uh, we'll be reading the show notes on that one. So be patient with me, guys. <laughs> be patient, but be critical. Um, till then, be kind and help the world suck a little bit less. Bye. Bye.